everyone, welcome back to another episode of Explain It Slowly. Go ahead. <laughs> What's your topic? <laughs> please explain. <laughs> <laughs> slowly, please. Um so we we won't we won't stop talking about Montessori stuff. Uh so we figured what Because great time... Lynn is obsessed with Montessori. <laughs> what, what greater time to talk about Montessori stuff? <laughs> Um, and if you want to learn more about Montessori stuff, and this is your first time hearing us in a podcast format, uh, go listen to like a few episodes back. Lots of Montessori content. Uh, this, this, on, on today's episode of Montessori content, um, <laughs> we have been looking into like what makes a Montessori school, right? Yeah, what's a legit Montessori school? Because the, the name Montessori is not, uh, like, the style of Montessori is not a trademark. It's not like a brand. It was named after a person. Yeah, but it, it, it's not, like, it's not trademark in any way. So, therefore, anyone can say, oh, we have a Montessori school. Come to our school. And then with that, like, you pay lots of money to get your kids into these schools. Mm-hmm. They cost a lot. It's, like, several thousand a month. It's, like, organic. What does organic mean? Why is there heavy metal on my food? It's organic. All right, let's not let's not get there. Let, let's <laughs> okay. Look, yeah. So yeah, we we I've been looking into school because I know it's a bit early. Our our baby is like a few weeks away. I guess by the time this episode out, we might we may or may not have delivered already. Who like, knows? We're so close. Mm-hmm. You know, and so um, and it, it, it's still early to talk about like schooling and such. But I just want to be like I just. I have nothing to do. I'm like, so I'm just researching like, hey, are there Montessori schools? What kind of school do we want to send our kids to once they reach a certain age? Do we want to homeschool? Do we want to send them to, you know, preschool or uh, daycare? That kind of idea, right? And there's nothing wrong with being yeah, prepared. Yeah, and, and Dimitri went to a private school as well. So it's like, do we want to continue sending continue down that route sending the baby to that that same private school or what are the options i went to a public school and i can say the public school system sucks i mean i turn out okay but like that's not guaranteed for everyone right Mm -hmm. so if we have the opportunity to give our our kids the best education as possible like we want to do that and public school would probably be the last resort if anything happened, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just looking at into options. It's good to have public school as a last resort. I'm not gonna yeah, yeah, complain yeah, about yeah. that, but there are there is better, uh, and if we can afford to do it, then I'd say it's worth it, right? Yeah. Um, and it's definitely a privilege. I'm not gonna. It is. I'm not gonna skirt around that issue. But. And that, and that, I mean, that's. That's what it means to be a parent, right? Is to give your kids all the opportunities that you never had growing up. Mm-hmm. That or work way, hard for them. Yeah, that way, you know, they can do the same for their kid. And it, hopefully the, the future generations just get better and better, right? I mean, I may have made all my wealth throwing the planet under the rug uh, via, uh, like, Bitcoin. But everything for my child. And He's I'm, just kidding. I'm being very sarcastic. Yeah, he's just kidding. <laughs> he, he did not make anything. <laughs> I don't, lost money on Bitcoin. Don't, well, don't say silly things like that because people sometimes don't, you know, take anything people say seriously, and then mm-hmm. you're, you're going to be targeted for the those planet killer, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those people, the planet killers. <laughs> you know. So yeah, so I've been looking into Montessori school, and like I said, 
There's so many monster stories. How do you pick one? Do you just pick the one that you drive by? Right? Yeah, how do you pick one? Are there such thing as legit monster story school versus like a non-legit one? I just want to say ever since we learned about the word, I've been noticing them. Everywhere you go. Everywhere, yeah. Everything is labeled Montessori because it's one of those things that you just use that word and you can charge so much for. Mm -hmm. Instant marketing plus one. It is, it is. So yeah, um... So there are two types of organizations uh, that you can actually use to, like, I guess, like, uh, find these types of Montessori school. And, like, with these uh, with these organizations, you can see whether the – because they have rigorous uh, guidelines as to what qualifies as Montessori school. And these, peop- and these organizations follow the true method of – uh, that um, Maria Montessori developed mm-hmm. and what it means to really be Montessori, right? Mm-hmm. So the first one is American Montessori Society. Um, we'll we'll put all the links in the descri- description or whatever, but you can... And then the other one is the Association Montessori International. Association Montessori International. Sure. So, <laughs> so yeah. Um, you can go on these websites and you can, like find the schools and if any if there are any schools that are listed under these uh these two organizations then, then that means they are accredited they were they went through the process of being uh i guess like being examined and they are then deemed worthy or not worthy but like legit of the true method yeah they're not just milking you for money yeah yeah. Um, and the second one is notable in particular because it was directly started in the Netherlands by Maria Montessori. It's not Netherlands, is it? It's. I think it was. Oh, she's Italian. Though. She is Italian, but she started the nonprofit. Oh, really? In, in the Netherlands. Yes. Okay. Um, and it was it was like continued on by her son, I think. Um, Someone. Yeah, she's they're long dead, but like but... It, it it started from her work. Um, it's not just a random organization. Right. It started from her work, but that doesn't mean that like the because because she started going into this types of uh like like education system in like the nineteen twenties. So we're not so like Montessori under her has changed with the modern time as well, with the incorporation of technology and like with time in general. So it's not like it got stuck in the past it's not stagnant <laughs> it's not yeah it, it did change it did evolve and it's based on everyone's lifestyle nowadays you know mm-hmm. so and but, mo- most importantly it's based on research yes it's it's based on research and such because she was a doctor and she mm-hmm. studied child development and such so yeah um so yeah i guess like i can just briefly go over like what what is different from um, a regular school versus a Montessori school and um, for a Montessori school. And of course, a lot of these, uh, they're only available for like around elementary school age, right? So preschool and elementary school age, which is up to, I'm assuming like at 11, 12 is usually where they cap it. Mm-hmm. So there's no like middle school level or high school level Montessori. It's mm-hmm. usually up until like elementary school. And even those are rare. Like yeah. it seems like most of them are preschool, preschool, kindergarten, first and second grade and done. And then done. And yeah. that's kind of like 
we'll get into that, but it's kind of weird that so much effort is put into um, raising a child in a particular way. Mm -hmm. Um, And Lynn is going to get into like exactly what is different about these schools and regular ones. Uh, But then you take all that and then you have a child that has been shaped shaped at least partially. Uh And then you just like throw them to the wolves of the public education system, I guess. Um, And that's like a little weird. But what, how, how do Montessori schools shape children differently than a regular preschool or a regular kindergarten or a regular first, second right. grade experience? So, so to start, the, the teachers have to be Montessori certified mm-hmm. and you get certified through training and such. And it's, I think the association Montessori International actually do train teachers as well. So like, and of course, these teachers have to be certified and I think you can like search them up and then, or you can, you can like call up the school and ask like, Hey, how are, like, how do you select your teachers to see if these are legit teachers? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so first of all, the teachers need to be Montessori certified. Second, the classroom environment is different. So in a typical normal school, uh, you always have. Uh, the teacher being front and center, right? Mm-hmm. And then you, you look up to the teacher. You look up to the teacher. The teacher is always standing in the front, instructing uh, kids or students. I'm gonna use the word students here. Um, so instructing students, and all the students are facing forward, facing the teacher, and absorbing what the teacher is telling them. Right? Mm-hmm. That's a typical school. So it's always one of these. Uh, situation where like you look up at the teacher so the Montessori route is everything has to be at the the student's uh eye level so the teacher is never standing in front first of all the teacher is always crouching down sitting on the floor sitting on the floor most of the time there's not even like tables or anything and if there are tables the tables are and chairs are always at the the children's uh or the students uh, level right so then they can easy easily get in and out the teachers are always crouching down when they're talking to the students they are always making eye contact and they are always uh in a smaller group of two to three if they are doing an activity together or it's always a one-on-one. It's never a teacher standing in the front speaking to a group of 30 students, which is a very typical like preschool or elementary school mm-hmm. class, right? So that's the difference. Um, all the activities are, uh, student are, are, are being presented to a student, but the students can decide what they want to do. So like, you would be offering them like, okay, here we have this, we have this, like one or two options. And then it's on the student to then decide whether they want to do something or not. It's never, it's never, oh, this is the, what we're going to do today. We're going to do finger painting and we're all going to sit down and paint with our fingers. It's never that. It's always very open-ended, right? In a way where like, okay, this is the activity we're going to do. We're going to draw something or we're going to paint something and then everything is just laid out for them it's up to them how to use the 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 paint or it's up to them how to what to draw so it's never instruct them like oh let's draw a house and like the house is what a square with a rectangle with a triangle on top and has two windows it's never that Mm -hmm. right in a Montessori setting 
It's let's draw a house. That's it. And then it's up to the the student to decide what does the house look like. What is my house? Is my house gonna be a circle? Is it a square? What color is it gonna be? Is it gonna have a triangle roof? It's all up to them. And it's never like, oh, we have to use a paintbrush to draw to paint, right? It's they can do whatever they want, fingers, you know, brushes, whatever they want. It's it's very on. It's very much on the child to decide what to do. So that's the difference. So yeah, that's sort of like the the classroom, right? And then、mm-hmm. of course, like in some of our previous episode, we talked about like the setup, the environment of what a Montessori environment is like, right? So in the classroom, everything's at the child level. So all the activities are in their own designated space,、mm-hmm. right? In their own little basket, in their own little tray. So when a student is done with it, they know to put it back. It's never in a chaotic setting, right? So there's also that. Um, so that's the classroom.、Uh, most of the time, the student is on the floor doing their own little thing. It's very quiet because it's it's more of you're giving the student these quiet time to focus to do their own little thing. You don't. There's normally the difference between a normal classroom and a Montessori is everything is just quiet. Everyone is concentrating. Everyone is doing something where they're being given the opportunity to. Focus and、mm-hmm. not like having the teacher come and like hanging over their shoulders, looking at what they're doing while they're on where they're drawing. Right? There's never that. Of course, it's the if if it is a、um, what's it called? Like if it is like a group activity, then of course the teacher will be sitting with the student and like offering instructions or whatever. But it's never like you need to do what I say and this is how you're doing it. There's never that. Mm-hmm. So that's the classroom.、Um, I think that's pretty much it in terms of like the overall of the setting environment.、Mm-hmm. Um, so you you found a few a few schools that you're interested in, right? What are some red flags that would tell you like this? They are not doing things properly. From what I learned is that the the first thing is check those two websites. Mm-hmm. If a school is listed there, then you—they did the hard work for you. They did the hard work for you. They went and checked these classrooms, observed the students, observed the teachers, making sure everything is the right meets the standard. So then, if you can find one of these schools on that on this these two websites, then you're good. Otherwise, if they're not listed on the website, doesn't necessarily mean they are not certified.、Mm-hmm. It just means that like they didn't bother because it, the process is too intensive. The po- process costs money, and they didn't want to do that. So, think something to look out for is the first thing you want to do is call them up and ask if you can have a tour.、Mm-hmm. If they deny you of a tour, that means they are not proud or they are not. Doing things the right way, I guess, in a way, and、mm-hmm. that that is an immediate red flag. If they are not proud of their educational system, they will not offer you a tour.、Mm-hmm. Um, certain things to look for is the like the classroom setup. Are are the teachers you know crouching down on the floor with the students? Is the teacher yelling at the students? You know, there's、raising、none of that. Is the teacher raising their voice? Is the teacher standing in front of the classroom and yelling across the room, telling a student to stop something? Like those are red flags.、Um, the type of activities that are in the classroom, 
right? Um, like like we mentioned before, Monster Story is all about uh, realism, putting a child in an environment where it's realistic so that they are, I guess, in a way, like, prepared for life. Mm-hmm. So real-life practices, um, like, are the students making their own lunch? Is, you know, is there a space for the student to make their own lunch? Is there a space for the student to act, like do hands-on things, mm-hmm. you know. Um, that reminds me a lot of those Japanese elementary schools where, like, the students make lunch lunch for themselves. Or at least serve lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the lunch are prepared for them, but they serve each other in the classroom mm-hmm. lunch. Yeah, that's, that's real-life practice right there. Yeah. Is being part of the society, so that that's part of the thing, the Montessori as well is putting the the, the student in a very real life situation and helping them, train guiding them to get there mm-hmm. at a much y- younger age. You know, because you don't want a kid to. I mean, some of our college, like we went to college, like some of the people. 18, 19 years old, don't even know how to do, run a laundry machine. Mm-hmm. You know, that don't is just... Don't know how to cook. Don't know how to cook. That is such a failure on, like, everyone's part, right? Mm-hmm. So... And that... I The laundry machine is, is iffy because you might know how your laundry machine works and that's not necessarily how the coin laundry works. Maybe. Like, that one I can get, but, like, don't know how to cook, don't know fish have bones. Like, those are such mind-blowing, like... <laughs> cultural differences yeah. you know it's like oh we did not grow up on the same planet mm-hmm. um that that were quite surprising um yeah um other red flags are like um when a student does something that they're not supposed to how is the teacher or the adult handling it mm-hmm. are they placing time out in normal school elementary school whatever when you or like you get detention right mm-hmm. you get a time out you have to face the wall and like you know or even a lot of parents raise their kids like that i know i was raised like that when mm-hmm. i was little like my brother and i would get into fights and then we would Go have, stand in the corner we we didn't have corners we have a circle on the floor that my dad would draw and we each be in that circle and we can't leave that circle. Psychological prison. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then it's like there's no such thing as timeout, you know, um, because that doesn't really help the child learn anything. No, I mean, it just like, cools down and forgets. And... It doesn't cool them down. A lot of time they're like, why am I in this timeout? Like, I didn't do anything mm-hmm. wrong. You know, kids tend to be like that. It's not my fault. Like, mm-hmm. they don't learn anything. So there's no but such But they're still in the circle. And that's... <laughs> <laughs> the pa- From the parent's point of view, that's a win. <laughs> Yeah, so there's no timeout. Um, uh, like I said, like the the student gets to direct their own learning process. Mm-hmm. Um, are the kids? Are the do the students look happy when they're doing something? Mm-hmm. You know, are they angry? Are they focused? Is the teacher nice? Is the teacher kind? I mean, is the teacher distant from the mm-hmm. student? Distant, not in terms of like spacing, but in terms of like emotional distance. Like, is the teacher speaking to a student in a kind and gentle voice? Or is the teacher, like, frowning and frustrated and it's, like, very accusative, that kind of idea? So all of those things, you know. Mm-hmm. Pretty much treat a child or a student the way you want to be treated as an adult. Yeah. And that's the... And, and before, when I was mentioning, like, the Japanese costumes, I don't want to say Japan follows the Montessori way, like... 
Time out in Japan is go hold buckets outside the classroom. Oh, really? Like, <laughs> at least there's a generation water? of that. With the, water? Yeah, there's definitely a generation of students that have gone through that. Um, and there's also a gener like, I, I grew up in a, a French upbringing. Um, like the, the school I went to was a French American school. Um, and very early on, I guess before it caught on that you're not supposed to abuse children, there was a teacher that hit us on the fingers with a ruler. Oh, yeah. Like that was just a normal way of teaching students. Um, that I guess is, is today frowned upon because it doesn't teach the, kids anything it just teaches them if i do this i'm gonna get this bad stimulus and therefore i'm never doing this again in my 50 years of life uh and that's not great uh you didn't really correct anything there you just stopped stopped something very specific that you may or may not have identified so um i guess something to keep in mind uh when you are like doing research on all this is whether whether or not the name montessori is attached to it doesn't necessarily mean much right montessori could be attached to a school and that school does not follow montessori way the the montessori way or the research that has gone into uh this proper child development Mm -hmm. because not it's not there's not a montessori way it's there's research that has gone towards improving child development and there's the lack of that research and most schooling goes with the lack of uh, the 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 way of teaching up until this point. Me entering second grade and it's still being okay for a teacher to slap kids on their on their fingers with a with a wooden ruler. Like that was not too long ago, right? And that was still considered. Oh, I was taught like this, therefore I'm teaching like this. Yeah, you know, and the teacher didn't get reprimanded for it. Because guess what? It's a bunch of French parents who also got through that as kids. So that's, that's the way it is, Mm -hmm. right? Um, so yeah, don't, don't focus too much on the name. Focus on the practices, the practice. Yeah. The practices that they do, the research that went into making the decisions to do this versus not doing this, right? There's a reason why sitting at a child's level is better for them because then they are not just in a receiving they are in an equal partnership they are like if i've learned anything growing up into an adult i'm still a kid you know like we don't change over the the fifth the 10 20 30 40 50 years that we're alive we are the same person as a kid and as an adult and if you treat a kid like a kid then you're not doing them service Mm-hmm. Like you're not letting them grow, you're not letting them like fill in their their being, right? Uh, with the the experiences that they're learning. Mm-hmm. And I guess that brings us back to my earlier question. So you you spend all this time being treated like an adult. Yeah. Okay. You get to third grade, and there's no more Montessori school because in your area, like again on these websites, they tell you like what the age range is. Not all of them go past first grade yeah. most of them don't some yeah. of them go up until sixth grade and then you're like into middle school that's a separate thing but uh some of them it's like okay it's third grade time to go go be a real student at a real school um and like how do you adapt to that do you have everything you need to adapt to that situation because all of a sudden you go from being treated like an adult to being treated like one of 30 yeah and being treated like a little kid Mm -hmm. 
I don't know why they don't extend Montessori until like a certain age, but I I think like it's less child development, more education than yeah. At I guess. that at that point, I think it's like child. There's like you said, less child development, more education. So at that point, they're I'm assuming they're hoping that everything that they have taught a child up until that age have it's enough of a foundation for them to move on to the academic part and to mm-hmm. be able to survive that academic part. Mm-hmm. But the problem is though, Montessori schools don't focus on grades. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as grades. So it's not like you go to school every day and you get a worksheet and you take tests. And then at the end you're given a grade. There's none of that. There's learning, but nothing is being graded. So all of a sudden you're being thrown into a school where now you're one of 31. You are no longer a peer to your teacher. You are no longer a friend to your teacher. Like they are no longer your friend, but they are someone who is above you. Like literally higher up looking down at you. And demands respect. And demand you doing things where up until that point, you are the one deciding what you want to do. Mm-hmm. To a, you know, with guidance, of course. Um, and then all of a sudden now you're, you are expected to do homework. You're expected to do worksheets. You're expected to take tests that you've never taken before. I think. The, the the difference is so dramatic that maybe it's better that you don't go th- all the way to through fifth grade maybe because then you you don't get any of that experience right yeah so I mean it's so dramatic that I'm I'm worried that if we ever enrolled our kid or kids in the future into this type of environment they're gonna have such a hard time adapting once they get out of that mm-hmm. you know and maybe they're maybe they are like fortified enough where they get told down by the teacher to not speak up in class Mm -hmm. they don't carry that with them right like they just understood that okay that's because in for this teacher i just have to stay quiet and that's the way it's gonna be but me as a person i don't need to stay quiet yeah and i don't need to uh like fight this like, I, I'm not going to gain anything from fighting this, but I can reset the n- moment I get a new teacher. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe they have that. Yeah. I, I really don't know. I, I don't know. Like, from what I heard, like, people, students who go through Montessori do sometimes struggle uh, fitting into that the that type of the public school yeah, environment. We're not just talking about the education environment, just fitting in with the other kids. Just fitting in with the other kids because... Children who grow up in the Montessori lifestyle are very independent, are very uh, confident in their ability to do stuff because as soon as they are able to move around, they have like these types of, I guess, training or like real life lesson has been instilled in them from such an early age that like they are capable of doing things on their own. So there's no hand holding. So I mean, it's hard for them to fit in with their peers, to fit in an environment where, like, there's still so much hand-holding, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I, I do hear that it is tough. But it doesn't mean they can't get through it because of the Montessori way, they have built up this type of foundation. A resilience that, that no one else... Yeah, that they will be able to get through pass. it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a learning curve for them, definitely. Mm-hmm. But 
it's not something that they can't adapt to. Mm-hmm. That that's that's it, um, and it's something that they have to put effort into, like getting to know the teacher. You know, having mm-hmm. it be like, oh, the teacher is a friend, not really a you know a mm-hmm. superior. Maybe they're just less shy in general. Like they are able to step mm-hmm. outside the bounds of. I think it also depends. We will find out, right? <laughs> it also depends on like the the school, the teachers. You know, mm-hmm. like whether the environment that they're in is accepting them for who they are, right? Mm -hmm. So... And I imagine a lot of people who did go out of their way to put their kids through a Montessori school, like one with the the capital M Montessori attached to it, um, are likely the same type of people that would find a private school for their kids afterwards yeah um there are private schools and i'm I'm sure like these montessori schools they know which schools their students are going to and have done well in so like they can direct you like hey this school over several blocks in this direction like handles this kind of learning very well so there are schools that follow these types of practices and styles that are very close to Montessori school, but at a a higher age, a more mature age, like at a high school or middle school levels, right? Those schools do exist, but they are not listed as Montessori school anymore. They are just a private school that do things very similar to Montessori mm-hmm. way. Research-based education. In a way, and and these schools do exist, and I have found a bunch of them over on the East Coast. We live in the United States, so a bunch of them do exist over on the East Coast, and they are more of like boarding schools, Mm -hmm. where the school, the teacher to student ratio is like one to two students, one Mm -hmm. teacher to two students, and so it's very fitting with the Montessori. You know, everything is still like student led. Students get to do their own research. The students decide what they want to do. It's very student focused, but the only problem is it comes with a price tag. You know, every that's, year, every year is like a hundred grand. I would say that's the least of the problem because if I've learned anything from learning about like kids, mm-hmm. is the number one thing that they want to do is spend time with their parents, right? And a boarding school is the opposite of doing that. Mm-hmm. But but I'm talking <laughs> about like. I'm, I'm, I know. I'm just saying that schools that mm-hmm. follow the similar methods to the Montessori do exist. And it's not just elementary, high, middle school, high school level, even college levels. Those types of schools do exist, just not under the name Montessori. Mm-hmm. But you have to have the money to send your kid to those types of schools, mm-hmm. right? And I mean, if if a, if your kid is raised in the Montessori way, they are confident enough, they are independent enough, and like to be okay to be in a setting like that, though. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I mean, just think of a hundred grand a year. So. Yeah. If if you can afford it, they exist. <laughs> I mean, your your child certainly won't be here, so might as well work, right? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. Bye.